Hola, bienvenidos al episodio número 2 de nuestro podcast, ¿Quién soy yo? Welcome to episode 2 of our podcast, ¿Quién soy yo? This is a podcast brought to you by our friends at Hablamos LLC. Hablamos is Corpus Christi's premier Spanish language school. As you know, Hablamos likes to offer you more than just the basics. Not only do they offer regular Spanish courses for all ages, but they also offer courses for people in specific fields of work. From one-on-one -on -one lessons to company-wide on-site programs, Hablamos has the tools and experience to help you create a successful and effective language program with a customized curriculum and flexible scheduling. These courses will help you gain a basic knowledge of linguistic elements, pronunciation, grammar, and vocabulary to allow you for basic professional communication skills relating to your field. Hablamos currently offers law enforcement, first responder, medical, and legal Spanish on a regular basis, but they will work with companies of different fields to create a program personalized just for them. Adding to their arsenal of lessons, Hablamos is bringing the realtors of the Coastal Bend a crash course in real estate Spanish. By the end of this two and a half hour course, you will have learned the necessary vocabulary and grammar to help you list, sell, and expand your client base. The classes will be held on Thursday, November 21st at 6 p.m. and Sunday, November 24th at 2 p.m. Both of these will be at the Hablamos office. This helpful crash course is a must for realtors in the Corpus Christi market. The best part, it is only $75 to sign up. That's right, only $75. But you can receive 10% off for being one of our listeners with promo code CASA. That's C-A-S-A. -S Just head over to the Hablamos website to register today. You can find them at www.hablamostx.com. That's www.hablamostx.com. Now, speaking of realtors, I have someone extra special with me in the studio today. My guest is not only a student at Hablamos, but also one of the top realtors here in the Coastal Bend. He is an Incarnate Word alum that credits the school not only for his top-notch education, but also his understanding of strong moral values and discipline. In 2009, my guest teamed up with another amazing realtor to create their own agency. This agency has quickly gained the market share and currently dominates the Corpus Christi market. Long before there were many successful real estate ventures, he grew up watching his dad and his brothers working on their family printing business. Matter of fact, my guest's family actually dates back many generations here in the Corpus Christi area. They opened doors for Hispanic men and women in the publishing world long before there was any sort of equality movement. His family's tenacity and groundbreaking steps is actually the focus of our episode today. My guest is a Latin music lover, a big Maluma fan, and has one of the most charismatic personalities that I have had the pleasure of experiencing in a very long time. Señoras y señores, ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome one half of Mirabal and Montalvo LLC, Mr. James Mirabal. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me here. So, James, you are currently a student at Hablamos. And si. Sí. Sí. Oh, we're already getting better. <laughs> do you want to do the interview in Spanish? Uh, are you ready? No, not, not quite yet. I'm, I'm getting comfortable <laughs> with it. But. 
So tell me some of your like favorite parts about Ablamos. What have you learned so far? Well, I think a lot of it is really the culture, you know? I, I mean, yeah. I really, you know, I, I'm Spanish heritage, Spanish background, and, mm -hmm. and I grew up speaking it. I even took it in school. But what's really made it different here is I've learned so much um, just on, like, how do you say, the more of the, less of the textbook stuff. Like, we're right. learning that stuff, but putting it into real-world practice. I'm right. a person that really learns hands-on. And, of course, you know, when you're in a, in, in a, when I was in high school, it was just like, here's your assignment. Here's your textbook. Here, working with uh, Raul Ramon, my professor. Right. It's been really hands-on. It's really like I get the answers to my questions when I ask them. I don't have to raise my hand. I, you know, yeah. I'm in a one-on-one -on -one setting. So I really enjoy that. It's it's my own personal private coach. I can text him if I have a question. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, it's extremely cool. You know, and of course it's different now. Now where I'm at a time in my life when I want to learn it. You know, yeah. When you're in high school. Or whatever else no, I don't want it. It's like, eh, I just want to pass. And that, that right. was I just want to pass. Right. What drove you to want to learn Spanish? I've always enjoyed the culture. You know, I remember when I was like 15, I stood in numerous quinces and my <laughs> parents spoke Spanish and I always wanted to know what they were saying at right. Christmas time. I've always enjoyed it, but as I've gotten older, I've really identified a lot of my characteristics personally with that of the Hispanic, the Latin culture. I mean, I'm a very, very passionate person. When I hone in on something, whether it be business, whether it be oh, just whatever goal I'm chasing, it's very passionate. It's yeah. very like, it's it's all or nothing. And that's kind of a challenge sometimes. <laughs> we don't always get to do what we want to do. Sometimes, you know, you go to work every day, you've got to do things you don't want to do. And if you're not passionate about it, sometimes it can show through. But the plus side of that is I find that to be a very um, Hispanic kind of trait in many yeah. cases. You know what I'm saying? Like when I went to Miami, it's like, man, that's like my town because yeah. everything is so architecture, the people, the food. It's not just how you say it's blase. Everything right. has like spice to it. You look at their a little swagger. Everything, everything is there's a vibe to to that, um, which I really appreciate. And so, and I find that in myself. And then of course, you know, um, just the history of the culture. You know, I'm always fascinated when you look at. Spain, and then you look at, for example, South America. I mean, so much of that entire continent, Spanish speaking. I mean, yeah. there's explorers in the heritage. There's there's so much that went on, even in Mexico. You know, it's like absolutely. There's just so much, and so I've always identified with that, been fascinated a little bit by it. There's just so much in the culture that intrigues me. I'm just like at the tip of the iceberg when I'm explaining it to you, but mm -hmm. it's very exciting to me. I love the music. I mean, cheese. <laughs> it's it's. Uh, Who's your favorite Latin artist? Right now, I have to say Maluma. Absolutely. That Wolfine. Uh, mm -hmm. Was it Mana? Uh, you know, did you go to the concert? Nice. Yes, like, I it, had such a blast. It was so good. And um, again, you go to those concerts, and it's like electric. When you turn on a, a good like Latin song, the energy level just changes. I think it's also like the culture and the people 
we're all there to have a great time. We're all there to sing along. Awesome. Nobody's staying in their seats. Like, I, I saw people dancing on the aisles. I mean, I was dancing on the aisles. You know, and it's like, again, it comes back to your family dynamic. It's a very family-oriented type of culture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's all about the familia. It's when I'm in a car and I have my mom or dad, I can put on a Spanish song. And it doesn't matter if it's from now or from their time or something. They just get into it. Yeah, and they it's, appreciate it. It's like, they just kind of look and like feel it. It's, it's just a very passionate culture. Yeah, absolutely. Well, every now and then, I'm in the mood for Spanish music. Absolutely. You know, when you're getting ready in the morning, there's nothing to like oh, wake yeah, you I up. Was jamming out to Maluma this morning. Let's get yeah, ready. You were like, getting hyped for our interview. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I get my mind right and all that stuff. You know, uh, it's it's just a very. I just love the culture. I mean, of course, it's my preference because that's what I'm, I'm. Yeah. But it's something that you don't see in, in in a lot of cultures, from what I can tell. It's very. It's just different. I, yeah. I explain. It is. It's just like a, a certain spice or Latin flavor to it. Whether it doesn't matter if what type of Hispanic or Latin or Latinx or how you would identify yourself, but there's a passion, there's a drive. And there's more, like in my business, I've got clients from all nationalities, so I get to witness different cultures, how they negotiate, I meet a lot of their families and so forth, and there's, they're they're a lot, you know, there's there's some that I have a lot of, I say some passion into it, and there's some that I would say are a little bit more formal, Yeah. but when it comes to the Hispanic culture, it's just, you know what you're going to get. We're extra. <laughs> we're extra, yes. My son <laughs> Christian taught me that word, we're extra. It's, it's, it's just, I don't know that I've ever really had the courage, because now it's kind of cool. Yeah. You can go to many parts of the country, you can go in, and it's part of culture now. When I was younger, I don't know if I just didn't notice it, or it just wasn't as cool back then. Yeah, I mean, I have the shameful moments when I look back, and like I'll be listening to Spanish music now, and my mom would be like, remember when I used to drop you off at school and you would make me turn it down? That's right. Yes. And I was like, yeah, I guess it's different. Well, now I'm like a, at a regional Mexican concert. <laughs> it just has a different feel to it. But before there was really like an opportunity to be Hispanic and proud, your family was doing some amazing things. They were. I mean, my grandmother, for example, the accounts that we have of things that she did, mm-hmm. it was, I guess, in the 30s, early 40s. 40s, you know, she was a Hispanic woman, obviously bilingual. And her and my grandfather, uh, he was in, they had a printing company together, and she was in the publishing business together. And she had, I believe, it was a weekly publication. It was English and Spanish. It was, I mean, back in the time when like people were just doing that now, right? Um, and she was, she on the sales front. A lot of people say I get this from her. Was just a pioneer. I mean, she was a Hispanic woman. It, um, it wasn't normal for a Hispanic woman at that time mm-hmm. uh, to be that way, to be aggressive. You know, back then, there wasn't any any laws or anything. There wasn't, it's, she had a goal and she wanted to achieve it and she certainly did achieve it. I mean, she owned real estate back then also. And she wasn't someone you were going to hold back when, you know, just because she was a woman or, or she was Hispanic. She was going to move forward. To say that, like, it takes a special kind of spunk to be in sales. Oh, I'm 
mean, you have to be likable. You have to be like charismatic, but you also have to be aggressive to close that deal and be on top of it. So to think of a woman, it wasn't the, normal. You know, yeah, it's, it's the women's like, movement feels like it's just getting started. Exactly. So to have that, and see, that's my then. That's one thing that that it really taught me is you don't have to wait for a movement. You become the movement. Yeah. And and again, she was at a time when that just was not commonplace. It was it was very rare, and that's why I hold it in such high regard because it's it makes me raise my game. It's not a word that I throw around casually mm-hmm. because I feel like so many people do, but it sounds like she was an absolute trailblazer. Oh, like for sure. she, she, I definitely identify with it. Being a woman in advertising and PR. She opened doors for me that I didn't know she opened, especially in our Corpus Christi community. Exactly, yeah. And I was, you know, very, very blessed to have her. And my wife's grandmother, it's funny, she was a lot the same way, too. So she was very passionate and very like that. So I I feel good to know that just to be surrounded with such, you could say role models, I guess you could say, um, and influences, even though she's not here, I still feel her presence. She was an influencer long before the Instagram influence. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> she, she didn't, from what I know about it, I mean, she did not do it for likes either. She she did it because she wanted to do it. Because it was her passion. It was her passion, very much. So, earlier when I walked into the Ablama's office, there was this beautiful red book sitting at the front desk. I've gotten to peek through it. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Well, it's, it's a compilation of basically, I believe, the period is 1939 through 43. I could be off a little bit. Yeah. And it's a comp of, of a compilation of all of her publications at that time. So it's it's pretty cool to go back. And now that I'm learning to read Spanish a little bit, oh, it's it's interesting now to be able to read because she wrote it. Like she also wrote. She was the copywriter. Yeah, she did just about everything. On wow. It. I mean, I'm sure she had some help, but she was like the lead person on it. So being able to actually read her writing and read her thoughts and her interpretations and stuff. Like that is is quite amazing. And now that I'm learning Spanish, I just pick up a whole. I've always picked up a little bit of Spanish, but mm-hmm. now I, I can understand it a little bit better. So these publications, so our listeners have a little bit of a better idea. Uh, Were there direct translations on articles? Like was it English on one side and like Spanish on the other, or is it like a nice mixture of both throughout? From what I can tell, again, because I've seen, I didn't see the originals. I just mm-hmm. saw what was put in the book, and it and what I was told was each publication had. English and the Spanish. Oh. And I'm sure you, what I've come to realize is even though you're doing the translation, it's not. It's not a true, I mean, not that it's not a true translation, but it comes out differently. It does. And, and the feelings that are conveyed differently, and when you translate, you can't translate literally. Right. You're, it has to be a thought. It, you're, you hit the nail on the head there, because you, you get the overall thought, mm-hmm. but again, another thing that I love about the Spanish language is it there's, to me, there seems to be, it's very precise in a sense. And it's it's more kind of emotional. You know when you speak it, you notice people like have you ever watched a Spanish novella? Yeah. You know, there's always that tear rolling down the no. Like, that's kind of yeah. realistic, you know what I'm saying? So, um, so basically, I think to answer your question, it was a translation as close right. as maybe it could be. 
And there's a lot of advertisements because obviously she had to fund the paper. Right. And so uh, there's a lot of advertisements in there, and it's kind of cool to look back and see Coca-Cola or whatever. Oh, wow. Some big advertisers. Oh, yeah. And back then, a lot of those businesses were like locally controlled. You know, yeah. They, they made a lot more decisions locally. She didn't have to go to Atlanta to convince Coca-Cola. They, it was right. a lot of local decision-making. And, and a lot of local family names, too, that she dealt with. I mean, back then, like Luther Jones and some, mm-hmm. some people from Corpus Christi uh, from previous generations, she was in those circles as well. There's a lot of pictures of her with different people, and I couldn't name all of them, but I know that they were influential. And so she was... I'm not gonna say she was a socialite, but you know she rubbed shoulders with with influencers and so forth. Yeah, you know. she was definitely a yeah. person to keep an eye on. on and her again, own. when you, I mean, when you see her, and again at a time like that, they had respect for this woman. It, it wasn't. I don't believe they thought any less of her. She was very respected in the community, um, and so she she was like the face of even my 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 grandfather at Mirabal Crane Company. Mm-hmm. And of course, he did the work, but she was like the face of it all. So. Yeah, it's it was it's an interesting dynamic, and it's a it's a history I'm very proud of. Sure. Sounds like she was kind of like an advertising or marketing company all on her own. She did Absolutely. the PR for it. She yeah. did everything. And and again, that's why I'm so I'm, I'm so blessed to have that in my like lineage. You could say yeah. again, I feel like it's helped influence and, and help me where I'm at today as well. Yeah. So as you go back and read through some of her thoughts and her ideas, that I mean. You can have her forever because they're in this beautiful book. Do you find that you guys have similar views in life or your perspective is similar? It wasn't really, uh, I don't believe it was like a real, per se, like political piece or it it was... um, more informational. It was more informational, current events at the time, oh. stuff like that. A lot of, a lot of good advertising in there. So I don't really get the gist. I don't even really know where she leaned on certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's very interesting. Yeah. So having your family go back that far in Corpus Christi, I can only imagine like the amount of like photos and different items that you have, almost that you can identify with mm-hmm. and. Just seeing the community change, how do you feel about this new, like, crowd and embraceness of our Latin culture all throughout Corpus Christi? You see new yeah. shops. We have the Taco Festival. We have the Tamale Festival. Absolutely. Even- I think, I mean, you know, I think even not just for, of course, I love the Latin. That's my culture. Right. Those are, these are my people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I love it. But I think it's important for all cultures that you should you should not be ashamed of your culture. You should celebrate uh, what you can of it. And I think that's good. Like, there's a Greek festival coming up. Yeah. And I'd like to go to, I'd like to see different cultures. I'd like to experience them, experience their food and so forth. And if we don't do that, we're going to be in a very vanilla society. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, there's, I mean, even like there's Irish culture. Everybody brings something. To I mean, we're all Irish on St. Patrick's Day. Exactly. I mean, we, we, we should celebrate each other's cultures and so forth. And you we're just in a region where the Latin culture is a very big influence. Right. You know? And so I'm glad to see it really, really kind of coming out and, and um, becoming mainstream, per se. What I'm enjoying is the people that have now, like, 
join the Latin community mm-hmm. by spirit. Mm-hmm. And like, I love seeing people in our events and who just enjoying the music, enjoying our culture, enjoying everything you do. To see someone who doesn't speak our language, who doesn't look like your traditional Hispanic person, not care what their demographics are but just enjoy the culture and I feel like we don't do that enough like you said. And not only that but you know what I'm seeing here is people in South Texas and in our area you know of all races are learning Spanish. It's 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 beautiful I mean it's it's good to see the acceptance of, of again many different cultures. And at the very least you want to be able to like order some tacos oh, if you're course, ever yeah. like in Mexico and like get the good tacos. Yeah you want to and I've gotten to that point. Yeah? I can order my taco pretty much, and um, and I love asking the waiter. I tell them, hey, I'm learning Spanish. They like, they give me a little grin, and they're yeah. helping me, and they're like, yes, but say this and not that, you know. So yeah. it's just awesome because you can, when you relate to somebody, you're on a different level. The the idea is meet them halfway. Like you can get your idea out in the Spanish that you do know, and then they carry you across the line and help you, um, and they understand the meaning and correct you were needed and so forth so it's, it's really nice it's good to that never I've, the thing as I've been practicing my Spanish I've never yeah. had anybody like just blow me off it's like no let me help yeah it's like say this and not that and and, and I've, it's, I've come to find out there's different as I talk to different Spanish speakers there's even some different words amongst different cultures absolutely you know, um, and it, for example in the Colombian music I, I couldn't figure out they say paisados a lot and from my understanding that translates it's like us saying amigos, like friends. So it's something I learned a little bit different. Um, and, you know, we both speak Spanish and, and the culture, but there's still different words out there. Yeah. And then the way they speak in Spain with a little bit of a lisp and so forth. So it's it's just interesting. Yeah, it's, just like, it's like English. You go to the Bronx, you're going to hear English a certain way. You go to <laughs> yeah. London and you go to Sydney, it's going to be English. But it's, but gonna it's have, a variation it's of gonna it. It's a variation of it. So even that in itself is very, very Absolutely. So, because we touched a little bit about what you do for a living, Mm -hmm. how do you think the Spanish will open new doors for you? Well, I think, you know, as as I've done real estate, a lot of my business is uh, Spanish-speaking clients that Mm -hmm. fortunately in the past have spoken English to to help, you know, consummate our deals and so forth. Um, But I look forward to the day, and I'm getting closer there, where I can talk to them more so in Spanish, I can negotiate the contract in Spanish. So, you know, my goal is, is obviously I'm in real estate, uh, I have a lot of, I have some rental property and so forth, but at some time in the future, I may want to package up my knowledge and, and sell it. You know, I've done a lot of investing in things, and now if I can do it in two languages, I mean, I just reached twice as many people. Yeah, you just doubled your market. Yeah, absolutely, and it's something I want to do anyway. So it's like, I want to learn Spanish, so if I can leverage it in business, why not? You know, I mean, I think that's a, I think that's that's good. Do you have a favorite Spanish word so far? Ooh, to the people that know me, I'm always in a rush on the Mine's probably ahorita. With like the finger snap. Yeah, of course, and the body language and everything. So (laughs) I would say probably something or underlay or something along those lines of getting something done quicker. What is working for you so much about Ablamos and the difference in the culture and what they do for you? Well, I just, I mean, first of all, it's fun. Just the quality of the professor is very good. If you don't click with your professor, um, your teacher, it's going to make learning less fun, less. 
And the thing is, too, like, I, I know you don't have several here, mm-hmm. so, you, you know... You can always change. You can always change. Change it up. Yeah, there, there may be a, perhaps one professor that's strong in a certain area, and you can, you know... Or when you just relate to a little bit better. Absolutely. Because the key is, you know, if you're going to come and invest the money to learn, mm-hmm. you want to make uh, the experience as pleasant as possible. I know they've always got, like, a Spanish immersion. Oh, they're so much fun. I haven't had a chance to do You that. have to bring your wife out and do the salsa. Yeah. Lessons. I don't know about dancing, but... <laughs> oh, they teach you. That's the great part. I promise we all look equally awkward. I have, like, two left feet, so I don't know if I'll ever... But, I mean, okay, fine, I'll try. But... Yeah, if I see you out there, I'm dragging you on the dance. I, I, will, I will try. <laughs> like, thank you for being on, and you can find James Maribel at... JamesMaribel.com. Wow, we got yes. a .com. We got a .com. All right, perfect. Thanks so much. Thank you, I appreciate it. Gracias. What an amazing story. James was certainly lucky to have been influenced by such tenacious and trendsetting individuals. To think of just his grandmother alone is just mind-blowing to me. A woman in that era that was a business person, respected, but had a real understanding that the Coastal Bend area had a large Hispanic presence that needed to be catered to. Her ability to focus on this and cater to this community in their language is something that we're just starting to see from companies today. I mean, even Facebook is just now starting to let us advertisers be able to change our ads and translate them into Spanish so we can cater to those native speakers. Being able to do so now when they were doing that then, I can just imagine it was a huge part of why these advertisers partnered with the Maribel family. This is not something that goes by the wayside and James certainly understands this and it's part of why he's so focused on learning Spanish. There is nothing more personal than purchasing your home. This is where you're going to build your family and expand and be there through the year. So being able to do so in your native language is certainly very important. So if you are a real estate agent in the Corpus Christi market, think of how many more sales you could do every single month just by being able to talk to someone in their native language. It is really important for you not to miss out on Aplamos' real estate crash course that they are offering this month. By the end of this two and a half hour course, you will have learned the necessary vocabulary and grammar to help you list, sell, and expand your client base. The class will be held November 21st at 6 p.m. That's on a Thursday. Or if you can't come during the weekday, Sunday, November 24th at 2 p.m. Both of the classes are held at the Ablamos office. This helpful crash course is a must for the realtors of Corpus Christi and the Coastal Bend. The class is only $75 to sign up, but you can receive 10% off just because you're one of my listeners. So be sure to use promo code CASA, that's C-A-S-A, as you head over to the Ablamos website to register today. The class is filling up fast, so be sure to do so as soon as possible. Again, that's promo code CASA, C-A-S-A. And their website is www.ablamostx.com. Now, Spanish is so much more than just 
the language and the vocabulary and the grammar. It's about culture and a sense of warmth and excitement. From our love of tacos to mariachis and even the Day of the Dead, our proximity to our Mexican neighbors has added some spice to our sparkling city by the bay. It has also opened our eyes and our hearts to the many other Latin countries and cultures that are making a mark on our community. I've always enjoyed finding like new dishes to try, learning new fun phrases, and just being exposed to some different styles of music. There's nothing like having a group of people in the same room, dancing around, letting their inhibitions go, and just having a great time bringing us all together with a beat. <laughs> I will be putting my salsa skills to the test this Saturday as our friends from Hablamos host another Café con Amigos. As you learn in the interview, Hablamos offers the best Spanish immersion nights. It's open to the public and it's also free, so be sure to join us Saturday, November 16th at Coffee Wave Salamita. The goal of this fun and exciting event is to promote the beauty of Spanish language and create a unique, comfortable opportunities for those of you who want to practice your Spanish. It doesn't matter how fluent you are, there are attendees of all different levels. From beginners to native speakers, there are new and exciting people for you to meet. Ablamos partners with Coffee Wave Salamita to bring you a great environment to mingle and even network. Come early for conversation and coffee and then lace up your dancing shoes as Boogaloo 361 Dance Company will begin the salsa lesson at 7. This is a great opportunity to chat, meet new friends, and converse only in Spanish over a hot cup of coffee, or if you're like me, an iced one. The staff from Ablamos and other native Spanish speakers will be there to make each event stimulating. Get ready for a night of amazing people, great coffee, and killer salsa moves. Like I said, Spanish speakers of all levels are welcome. So, you're invited to a fun night this Saturday, November 16th at Coffee Waves Alameda for Café con Amigos, brought to you by Hablamos. Nos vemos el sábado en Coffee Waves Alameda. Until next time, hasta la próxima. Adios.